This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Strawberry to throw some shade, Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her, time to drag Everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome. As the children are getting in, hi Squidgy, hi Michael, hi DVD, hi Tamara, Tamara, hi, ooh, Faikudo, that's cool. Hi Jake, hi everyone. Okay, oh, it's the skin for me. Okay, work. Um, thank you so much for listening to the only drag race Instagram account on the entire internet. Um, we're going to have a real good time today. We're going to be joined by a legend. Um, so if you have questions, post them here. I'm going to try to read them. They're like hard to read sometimes. Um, and I'll remind you that last week's episode with Nicole Page Brooks from Atlanta, Georgia, will be on the pod feed tonight at midnight. So check that there. But for now, we're going to talk the latest episode of UK with one of the funniest drag queens in the history of drag, which is like... That's like crazy. That's like saying like one of the tallest mountains in the history of mountains. But with no further ado, let's get this gal in here. Let's see what she's one and only Miss Sherry Vine. You know her as a golden girl. You know her as a legend of drag. And you're going to be able to support her because when we have her on, we're going to plug all her socials so that you can keep the legacy of drag alive. It's Miss Sherry. Hi. Hi, you gorgeous. I'm trying to. Okay, so the people watching, I didn't know we're live, live. They're going to be like, where's the drag queen? You don't need to do drag for everyone. You're. <laughs> it would be really but funny I if, you do. Just, if you were just off camera the whole time and just, just talking as her. Your skin is insanely good. What do you do? Because I want to know. Did you say the cock? Stuck cock. Um, <laughs> I don't look good right now. This is like, oh, I look horrible. Okay. I so. think you look good. I really do. I think your skin is lovely. And I want your actual secrets later. Is it a serum? Is it a microderm thing? Honey, um, it's all smoke and mirrors. I mean, I'm, I'm in my 50s. So this is like... But you look damn good. Oh, my God. I mean... Okay, someone is saying Sherry Vine is betrayed, and I agree. Um, she's a trade queen. She's one of those. <laughs> and available. And available. Good. Okay, you've got to advertise. And speaking of advertising, <laughs> Sherry, I want, we're going to plug it a bunch, but let's start by plugging your Venmo, your merch. Where can people support you? <laughs> oh my God, such a whore. I, um, I'm going to put it back down here and just deal with it. Yeah, then deal I, with it. You look great. The, um, the easiest thing is anybody, just everybody can, I try to direct everyone to my website, sherryvine.com, because there it has the merch store. I just got brand new t-shirts and mugs and all this stuff. Oh, brand fuck new yeah. Merch. I was waiting till there was a light at the end of the tunnel for the pandemic. And I was like, it's time to get new stuff. Anticipating mm-hmm. like being able to perform live again. And it has like, you know, the cameo button and um, the shows coming up and all that. Although it's not a lot of shows coming up. I do have a couple. But, online, gold, the, but Golden shows. Girls is still available to Only purchase till Monday. and watch. Oh, oh my God. We, to... Yeah, we didn't want to put it up permanently on demand because, well, there's a big discussion. We weren't going to do it at all because we were like trying to train people if you will into watching huh. the events when they happen mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But so many people like in Europe were like, we want to see it. And it's like four o'clock in the morning. So we did put it on demand just until Monday. That's smart because it's so easy for people to be like, ah, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And now this is like, no, TikTok. Right. And we also feel like you're then asking for trouble with cease and desist and stuff. I like that. I know what you mean. I know what you mean when you're like, it's going to be down anyway. So what's what I mean, it is that? our golden girls. But- it's parody and it's covered by parody law. Let's be real. Uh, it's Parody Law is good. I'm telling you. God parody bless Law's Parody Law. good, but it is Disney. So we're like, let's not piss them off. Piss them off. Uh, well, great. Let's go support you there. If you want to support me, you can also support me by just straight up sending me cash at Venmo or PayPal at my name, Mono Gapian. And keep these IG lives coming to you every single week. You look adorable. Thank you. Well, we recently worked together. Uh, we, we're not going to spill spill tea but we can say we worked on the gay vns together right oh yeah totally that was so much fun that night we were so crazy everybody was tested it was a small group of people you me and alec mappa were hosting it was hilarious it was fucking hilarious it was madness and like everything went wrong like everything and that's not tea that's just the fact honestly it went I thought it was going to be a major train wreck. Like, I thought there's no way they can do this. There's going to be such a train wreck that it will stop the show. And it didn't. <laughs> it didn't. And that there was some, something. There were some hiccups, but nothing hideous. Mm-hmm. I agree. No, nothing hideous. It was fun. It was funny. I had friends who watched who were like, there were mistakes, but honestly, it kind of made the show better. <laughs> kind yeah, of more fun. Fine. So yeah, I that was a real treat. That was a real fun, weird thing. I hope we get to do it again in person, maybe one day. I, I hope they I hope they ask us back because it was really fun. Right. Okay, because I went the year before with Nicole and I was able to go to like some of the stupid parties. And I'm telling you, there's something, there's a real special weird feeling when you get to watch Johnny Rapid bowling on a rooftop in Las Vegas. Do you know what I mean? Like there's like <laughs> something magical of being like, oh, you're in person and I know what your hole looks like. <laughs> it's cra- it's actually crazy. Porn. I don't even watch gay porn. So I, I have so you many, don't. I have so many friends in gay porn. I'm like, I don't want to watch my friends having sex. I'm not a prude. I love mm-hmm. porn, but I never been, never been turned on by gay porn. So you you watch porn but not gay porn, really? Okay, so you're watching straight porn and you're kind of like I'm the girl. You're the girl. Oh, okay, <laughs> I live for that. I actually have only recently gotten into that because I've for a while I was like one of I was like don't watch like ew straight porn and then like recently I had watched a few where I was like oh that elicited something in me <laughs> like new and exciting totally. Especially when it's a woman, like, just so unafraid to, like, be herself and, 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 like, yeah, it was great. There is a big, there's so much controversy now surrounding women in porn about, you know, if they're victims of abuse is how they ended up in porn or if they're like, this is my body and I, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. this kind of discussion, if you will. So um whatever if i were to stop watching porn it would be because of that and not because of any other reason okay i'm gonna recommend a documentary i saw on amazon called serviced which is really cool and it, it, it specifically deals with gay sex workers that run the spectrum from professional cuddlers to erotic massagers to fuck buddies and it was really cool, and um, it actually helped illuminate some positive feelings around sex work that I was like, more people need to see this. And it was also just nice. It was also nice to see gay people with unique bodies, like, being sexual, which, like, oh. I don't see enough of, because I watch too much gay porn. <laughs> <laughs> I, have to, I have to quit, Jerry. I got I to gotta log off Helix, because I'm just... Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Oh, it's also on Tubi. Okay, work. Sherry, okay, one question before we dig into UK is uh, people have been asking me, listeners have been commenting and DMing me, and they keep saying, 
Sherry, would, if they ever did a, a drag race season with your generation of queens, your, your peaches, your, uh, your, um, Barla. your hecklinas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you're really close. Um, oh my God. Wait, who, who, who did you just post a really funny picture with? Your gals, your generation, oh, right. the yeah. legends. Would you do a drag race season like that? In a heartbeat, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course. I don't think any of those Jackie. people know. And we've I know. Talked, I mean, we've actually had tons of discussions. This has come up 100,000 times, and we've mm-hmm. all about it. And all of us would be really excited to do something like that. None I really of want it. On regular season. But if they did something, you know, the old lady season, then yeah. I Va- would love it. Oh, Lady Bunny, maybe not Bunny, but me, Jackie, Hecklina, Peaches, Shaquita, Head of Lettuce. I mean, everybody would do it. I wish. I would I, love it. Ask this constantly. And I, you know, they're like, why haven't you tried out for Drag Race? I'm like, honey, it's, it's honey. like, if they had it 15 years ago, I would have crawled through glass to get on that show. <laughs> That's a great launching pad. Yeah. Um, but I can't go on there. What, I mean, what would I do? I don't well, make own stuff or do my own wigs and I mm-hmm. five and do parodies and I can't do a death drop. It's like, no. Which funnily enough, it's funny that we're talking about UK because like you is someone, you're someone who might do better on a UK season since there's so, there is more focus on the performance stuff. I, yeah. I mean, I didn't, honestly, I didn't watch season one of the UK mm-hmm. yet. I'm friends with several of those girls, so it's mm-hmm. like on my list. But I did start at the beginning and watched all four episodes of season two so that we could talk about it. Yeah, well, thank you. And what do you think? I mean, I mean, I first of all, I love the show. I mean, I do watch right. the the American. I always have friends on the USA one, so I always watch it. Like That's this, Tina Burner's a really good friend of mine, so of course I'm watching it. Really great. Um, and you know, it's like. It, I'm not going to say anything bad because that's not what I do. And mm-hmm. I genuinely see how it's good TV. And like I said, I would have gone on it in a minute if I would, if they had it 15 years ago when I was younger, or if they did a special season of senior citizens, then I would <laughs> go on they it could call it old cunt. Now, <laughs> how good, how great would that be? <laughs> I think they should call it season of the seasoned Queens. <gasps> Season, season, back from the graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I would live. Well, you on it. But the UK one is really, it is entertaining. I was shocked oh, that Joe I mean, Black went home. Every oh, episode has shocked spoiler, me. Spoiler alerts. But that's the first episode because I know who that is. And he, I was just very surprised. He's, you know, pretty. Another legend. In terms of the look and everything, it's very polished, and she's been around for a while, and so I was shocked. Right? I, I was also shocked. I mean, literally, I think literally every elimination has shocked me. I'm like, what? What? Li- and, which is like, you know, usually you get one gag this early in the season, and now I'm like, this is all fucking crazy. All of this is crazy. So it I'm was, curious. It, I mean, to be honest, I don't. I usually watch the very beginning and then fast forward to the runway. Totally. Because I'm just kind of not, nothing, not, not, it's not a bad thing. It's just that I'm personally not really interested in the stories. As yeah. I'm interested in the performance aspect. And you've spent your life in drag, in drag, like green rooms. You get it. Like you've, you've had those conversations already. I get it. And I appreciate it. And so that's, you know, that it's reality TV. So great. But I usually fast forward, but these, I did not. Pretty and fun. Some of the Queens I just love. Yeah. So specifically about episode four, right? The most recent. Yeah. But talk about anything. Yeah. I mean, any who's, so you, do you have a fave, like they're all wonderful, but like a favorite right you know, now. It's so fucking funny. Just, um, not even on the runway. I want to say off camera, but nothing's off camera. But behind the scenes, whatever, mm. just was everything comes out of her mouth is cracking me up. Was is it Tia? Tia, fucking hilarious, just funny and natural. She made me laugh. She has yeah. a really good sense of humor about herself that Back. I 
love and appreciate. And she's just like, oh yeah, it's hot glue together or whatever. And I'm just like, she makes me laugh. I like her a lot. Yeah, this garment is acceptable. It's on my body. Totally. It's acceptable. <laughs> yeah. My body. As opposed to being like, I'm, I am, I'm the last Here's one. Playing it. Yeah. She was just like, it's acceptable. And I was like, I love that. So we- I, Really like and self awareness. She's funny, and I think Lawrence is obviously. So yeah, I haven't seen anything that he can't do. Like she's she's totally nailing it. She is nailing it. She is lovable. I mean, and she's also getting the added like RuPaul is just in love with her. Like, yeah. which is obviously RuPaul easy to love. And yeah. Ahora is stunning. Like, really great, and the evolution. Really Episode four, also, I thought she did a very, very good job in the performance, and she was I, I same. She was well received, which she was worthy of that. Um, but she's also sickening gorgeous, like that wig. Totally. Ooh, bitch! I want that hair. It's fucking good. And and okay, so let's talk about that. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last-minute gift for, like, your boo. Sometimes money just can be, uh, dare I say, complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or 750 bucks per pay period. Earning is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Drag Her Under Podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's Drag Her Under Podcast. Get some extra dough. Have a little fun. And don't wait for your employer to give you your money, honey. Earning is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Hi, listeners. Here to tell you about a very important organization called Al Otro Lado, which helps to reunify families which have been ripped apart due to our country's cruel border policies. As you know, since 2018, many people have been suffering through these policies, which have taken children away from their parents. And Al Otro Lado is working to reunify families. They've already reunified over 100 refugee families and they create legal and humanitarian support to refugees, deportees, and other migrants in the United States and Tijuana. We want you to get involved today. Help me support Al Otro Lado and donate today. You can find the link to donate to Al Otro Lado in the description of this episode below or go to gum.fm slash charity and donate today. You can also consider volunteering with the organization, which offers opportunities that are both in-person and virtual. The best way to get involved is by filling out an application on their website at alotrolado.org slash volunteer. That's A-L-O-T-R-O-L-A-D-O dot org slash volunteer. Okay. Okay, we'll go in order and I'll we'll try to get, but I do want to talk about performance because I want your, all of your feelings on that because I have feelings too about a horror's performance. So whatever, we come in the room, Ginny and Lawrence hate each other. I did not see this coming. I did not see this country that was uh, afoot when they're shitting on each other. Tia wishes that a horror would behave like a human being. We get there, which is shocking, which they, I was like, we need that. They hug it out. Can you believe, I was like, Ahura, I mean, she was such a villain, and now she's so vulnerable, and not like fake vulnerable, like so vulnerable in this episode, I was like, thank God. Well, it's kind of classic, anyone that kind of comes off with this kind of, you know, bravada is always makes me think that 
it's compensating for some kind of insecurity or whatever, which was she did reveal last uh, in the episode yesterday. Yeah. So, um, and like I said, I mean, I do, I really don't invest too much in those parts of the show because it's just not, <laughs> I'm watching it. So it's not a read at all. It's just not. Yeah, I, you're right. I hate how, how <laughs> I hate those reality shows, but I love Project Runway making the cut. So that's what I want to see. I want to see drag. Yeah. You, I, you make a good point because it's like, oh, a drag queen who's defensive. Shocker. Like, who'd have thought? I mean, reality show, they're portraying, they're, they are real people with real stories and their stories are valid and that's great. And it's for, there is obviously, I'm in the minority. There's an mm-hmm. audience that wants that because otherwise they wouldn't give it to them. Mm-hmm. So great, I'm in the minority. It's just not why I yeah. watch. So I it kind got of- got me. Had one eye, one ear on that part. And I was like, you know, whatever. You're like, I get it. Evolution. We'll talk. They hugged it out. And they it hug it out. Oh, my God. We all learn. was sincere. I, like, totally bought it. I did, too. I did, too. And I there's been ones you don't buy. Like, your Eureka hugging Vixen. You're like, no, this isn't real. Um, but let's talk about this great British fake-off moment. Because what is this challenge? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> What is, what is, maybe you didn't even see it, but it was a very strange challenge in which they're given an array of sweets and then they have to be horny about them. Oh. They have to fake or, I, it was, it was a classic mini challenge where you're like, I don't know what the criteria is and I don't know how we know who won. Lawrence was hilarious. Lauren's fucking sell ketchup to a lady with white gloves. But like, yeah, she's just. I started it and I was like, this is where I would be like, ugh. Right. Hate. But. It's also uh, hard to know what they want. Some of them were really funny. Um, Lawrence was hilarious. And I thought Brimini. Yeah, yeah, Bimini, you work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bimini, sorry. She's went from kind of, I was kind of like, eh, to like one of my favorites. Like. Yes. Watching those four in a row, like I kind of grew to like her more and more. And now I'm kind of obsessed. Yeah, I love her. Tia, great. It's like, it's like, it's like Tia and Lawrence, we know are going to be fucking hilarious and effortless. They're great. Yeah, no one else really blew me away in that, in that little mini challenge. But I also, once again, how long can you do double entendres? I mean, we did the gay bands together and, you know, those double entendre jokes wear real thin after 30 minutes. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so they have to do this live talk show. Um, or if a, that is a talent challenge for sure. Talent. Yeah. Team talent. What, what, which part would you want in this talk show thing? Would you want the host, these weird gothy characters, the Essex gales? What do you think would like you would do well at? Hilarious. I mean, yes. So good. They were really funny and looked gorgeous. So that's why like Ahura stood out to me in that episode because she's visually stunning mm-hmm. and then funny also. And it's like, yeah, she you did it. You can be gorgeous and funny. She really did it. Like, and we, I was surprised because obviously she's not given me that much comedy at all, but I was like, that's how you do it. You give me Anna Nicole Smith from the UK. You get, and like, she just went ham, which is, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it was entertaining and lively. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's, was my favorite. The two of them were my favorite. They were great. They were great. And obviously, like, Tia was great, but Tia was, like, she was doing that thing where you're, like, she was kind of keeping the ship afloat, but I wish she would have just been messier. Oh, well. Like, you, so you play Blanche in Golden Girls. Like, how do you pick your moments to go full mess versus keeping... Well, I don't want to wear, like you said, I don't want to wear a joke out. So... Mm -hmm. Usually, usually one word per episode that I do like a Blanche, like, you know, um, <laughs> 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 
Four <laughs> hours. If you do it four times, then it loses. It's not so funny. And if it's diminishing just hard, returns, it's so much stronger. So I usually do that, and then you just have these. You know, we talked about it. Like it's already so funny that you don't need to work so hard. Mm-hmm. Just need to turn it up a little bit because it is a drag show. So yes, it's the Golden Girls. It's already funny, and you have these already brilliantly uh, characters. Mm-hmm. And so then it's just turning up the volume a little bit because it's a drag show. Yeah, because Blanche is. I mean, and that's you do such a great job. And I've seen the show. I told you actually one time I saw the show. Unfortunately, when a girl was <sighs> a girl was incapacitated by her drunkenness. And it almost ruined the show. You kept it going like a professional. But Blanche is hard to do because she's almost already, a, she's a drag queen already. She is. She's a caricature. But, you know, they all kind of have their thing. It's like, Ro- okay, Rose is dumb. Blanche- Drew Drogi's Rose is Dorothy- incredible. But like bossy. And so you just kind of, you know, we just kind of pick those things and you just like, turn the volume up and color everything. But like I said, it's not like when we've done Facts of Life or Designing Women, that was mm-hmm. a lot harder. Yeah. Because um, those characters aren't, I don't want to say Golden Girls, they're one dimensional because they're not, but there is a one dimension of them that is the volume is turned up all the way. There's such a deep cultural understanding of the Golden Girls where it's just like, it's easy to get someone in and be like, Got it. You know what I mean? We're like, we've done episodes where we were like rehearsing. We're like, some of the stuff Blanche says to Rose, where it's mean. <laughs> and then, like, that's why Rue McClanahan was so brilliant. I think she's such an underrated comedic genius mm-hmm. because she was able to make all of that funny mm-hmm. and still love her. Yeah, that's a really good point. Mean is hard in comedy and i've we've i've been there and i've coached people where they're like where you hard you have to be like mean is hard to do in comedy and one thing it's hard to do when you're pretty which rue mcclanahan is like that's mm-hmm. why drag queens sometimes i see these queens that are all like look and stunning and gorgeous and they come out and they try to be like Bianca Del Rio and I'm like no bitch no 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 right not saying Bianca's not pretty but what I'm just saying <laughs> she's pretty <clears throat> but I mean he's like um someone like Courtney is really sweet. I don't think Courtney could pl- do a mean act because she's pretty. And then she just comes across mm-hmm. a bitch. Right. Yeah, it's really wild. It's, um, there's something real about like finding your frequency. When you naturally have that frequency, it's easier to bring. And um, maybe like even like something as deep as relationship. Like when Bianca, for example, is mean, when Blanche is mean, there's a deep relationship there which like makes it rich as opposed to fuck you i hate you well also bianca's a brilliant comedian bianca mean and it's funny and no one gets offended well not anyone but you know what i mean like you don't get offended because you know that this is a person it's coming from a place of love and she's so good it's just comedy and that's what i mean like some of these other queens think it's easy and that they can do it i'm like you're not funny you're just mean yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You gotta just, you gotta, when you got the glow, you know, you just have the glow, you know, to quote Barry Gordy's Enter the, the Last Dragon. Do you, have you seen that fucking crazy movie? The Last Okay. The Last Dragon. Barry Gordy's Last Dragon. Madness. Good times. What I want to bring up before I forget is, do you, did you see that weird moment in the workroom where Ellie asks Rue why she doesn't say her name in a Scottish accent? Yeah, I didn't get that at all. I felt, oh, it was like awkward, but then I was like, "That's it." I don't understand what's going on. She's also from Scotland, and it was just basically like, it was just basically that thing where like the soccer coach likes one of the players more, and then one of the other players is like, "You can do that joke with me if you want." <laughs> and the coach is just like, "Okay." Right. Okay. Seemed a little awkward. It was awkward. It was awkward. But let's, I want to dig more into this. We have Lorraine Kelly hosting. 
Tace and Bimini are our main hosts. They're good. They just have a good cadence, which I think is obviously another thing that like makes comedy. Pre- pre- it's a, an easy road to comedy. It's just like good cadence. Because they yeah. didn't blow it out the water, but they did good. Yeah, they did great. Totally. Yeah. And let's see. There's a ton of references I don't get. Thank, please explain to me what they are. Um, Veronica. Okay, let's talk about the goth moment. The goth moment didn't work, and I know we both have opinions. Did not work. It did not work. Well, one thing, one opinion I immediately have is apathy is hard in comedy. You know, like right in any performance, apathy is hard to play because it's not an active choice. Yes, there we go. Exactly, and it's like I think you can make, but you can make it better by like having more fun with it. Honey, like yeah, of course. Yeah, maybe I. I was. This is another thing. I if I was on the side of like have a history as goth gals you know what i mean like talk about the sad like, shit you did like everything miserable like oh my this oh i hate you know just be mm-hmm. miserable but like tur- like i mean like turn the volume up mm-hmm. and like look in each other's eyes they weren't like looking at each other you know there's like there's no connection yeah, yeah. Re- favorite and actually up until then veronica was probably uh, the top of my list mm-hmm yeah yeah, I think she, and like she kind of admitted, okay, I have a lot of opinions. Veronica said like, I was too married to a script and that way I couldn't have fun. But sister is like, yeah, you messed it up. And I'm like, wait, 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 pump the brakes. Cause like anytime you're like, you messed up the scene for me, it's like, you weren't doing all that much for me. Responsibility. Right? And I know you've done a scene, anything comedic where you're like, you there's a way to make anyone look good there's a way to make you look good it's not any other person's fault well yeah sometimes it's a challenge even there's been things in golden girls where it's like how the fuck do you make this funny and it's like that's your job do it Mm -hmm. but uh yeah that one was like uh in concept uh, whatever it just didn't work and i think didn't work yeah no you're 100 percent right Lawrence and Ellie are cute. Lawrence kind of takes it in that moment. Um, and then we have the money savers. Yes, our Essex gals we already talked about are wild. Love it. And Ginny's weather girl. We ha- wh- why do you think this didn't work? I mean, we all, we, I'm sure we both have opinions. I think she just, I think she, her instincts were right that it just needed to be big. She turned the volume up, which is, yes, that's what you need to do. Turn the volume up. But, she did it just kind of jumped tracks you know mm-hmm. stay on track yeah she didn't bring and us along for the ride Amy brown's always like stay in your lane and i fucking love that i'm like stay in your lane like you can turn yeah. them up you can have fun and be whatever but stay in your lane it's funny because you know she gives me that she gives me you know she's obviously from that that drag lineage, she's going to be compared to your Tammies and your Bagas and whatnot. But yeah, it was too, it was like, it was like, if you, whatever, if you're taking off on a plane, we need you to be the flight attendant who's telling us what's happening on the plane. <laughs> she just, she just took off and just started driving us to the moon without explaining what was going on. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. yeah. Work work okay we're preparing for our monster mashup main stage look and rue what do you think about rue's barge shoulder moment i loved it first of all i loved that color yes gorgeous i loved that on her and i yeah i loved it it was great it was great the second first or second episode but she wore this kind of rainbow pleated very yes Yaki looking outfit, which was like one of the Love. things I've ever seen her wear. And Nicole Kidman actually wears something very similar in The Undoing. Of course she does. When they go to this big event and it's like the one of the episodes in the beginning of The Undoing. And Nicole- I'm obsessed with her big stupid coats in The Undoing. Honey, <laughs> love. <laughs> like, you bought her hair and it was like she looks sick so sickening that big dumb green coat in the undoing i'm like who buys 
a $15,000 coat in green. Nicole Kidman with your red. <laughs> I also read something that was like, the coats are the symbolism for covering and protecting her from the lies she knows. And I was like, okay, calm down, film school. No, the coats are picked because they look gorgeous with her hair color. Yeah, and she snags them off set when she goes home. She's like, okay, <laughs> bye. But yeah, Rue looked, I thought Rue looked gorgeous uh, on the runway. I love that color. Yes, people are bringing up that last week they were like, Astina, they were telling Astina like to not accentuate her shoulders. Um, and ha ha ha, Rue is wearing a giant shoulder. But a giant shoulder is different from n- not just having shoulders. Yeah, either do it or don't do it. Right, exactly, exactly. Because as we know, a power shoulder was defined by the women of the 80s. And this is a commentary on that. Yeah, yeah. It's turning volume up on Dynasty, like Joan Collins, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it just gives her like this V, this like crazy looking V shape. It's always flawless. I mean, I look at her, I, I just stare. I want to like freeze frame the close-ups of RuPaul and just be like, it's fucking crazy. It's crazy. really crazy. Michelle also looking lovely in a plum fantasy. Loved her hair. I loved her makeup. She looked gorgeous. Yeah, she's she's killing it. She's her her like now she her becoming like the first lady of drag race has become really awesome. <laughs> like just like she looks like she's always attending a ball. They both they also seemed, and I don't know if this is accurate or not, but Rue kind of seems a little bit more at ease with the UK one. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why, maybe because she's there in another country. So it's like a feeling of like vague work vacation. I don't know. But she just like the, her all her lap, she was cracking up and cackling, and it's great really sincere and not kind of phony. It was like, oh, she's really having fun. Even with the end of the show. I'm like, on U.S., I mean, and let's talk about it, but in U.S., she would be like, come back here. Like, like I feel like on a U.S., she would be like, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you walk off my stage? Whereas here, she was like, okay. Bye, <laughs> Bye girl. <laughs> I love that they let her just, sister, just do the number, a whole thing, finish it off, didn't stop her, applause, applause, and then, oh. Madness. Right. Madness. I mean, how funny. This is a true lip sync first. And she said, oh, you thought Charlie Hydes was underprepared? Hold my beer. I'll show you underprepared, honey. I'll give you underprepared. I'll walk off this fucking stage and never come back. Now, I want to ask you, do you think that is shitty or whatever, whatever floats your boat? Uh, and this is not a judgment on Ginny because like we love Ginny and I'll just in case you don't know Sherry, our whole podcast is anti-hate bullshit and we fuck and like absolutely no hate, just oh, key keying. I have no what hate. What do you think? Period. So no, I don't hate. But um I mean, I always feel that it's a little bit of a slap in the face. I mean, there's so many people that want to get on that show that works so yes. hard on and now you're on it. So it's just like play the game. Mm-hmm. I agree. I I just was like, you're so you're you're so lovely and interesting, and I do feel like I would have liked to have seen her lip sync, even if she felt you know she wasn't going to give her best. Like, and even do the Tammy Brown this thing that Tammy Brown does in season one. <laughs> even that, I mean, yeah, I would have liked to have seen more, and I I thought it wasn't. I don't. I'll say this: I do not think it's punk to walk off the main stage. Personally, no, I'm, I understand like that whole pressure of like, also you think it's going to be one thing and then it's not. But I feel like with all the seasons, there's they're on season 13 now, you know how it works. Mm-hmm. There shouldn't be any real surprises. And it's like, yeah, you know, just do it. Just do it. You're yeah, you're here. You're at the Drag Olympics. Yeah, that is it. Just like the number of girls who would give blood. I mean, and the fact that like if Astina, if it happened, if she was in the bottom last week, Astina would have had a chance to stay as like a little gutting. Like I'll get over it, just a TV show. But it's just, you feel that feeling of like, oh, those were two girls that really wanted it. And now we're just like, okay, I guess she stays because <laughs> there's yeah. no one else on the stage. 
Right. But uh, whatever, I can't judge. I'm sure she had her whole whatever going on in her head. But yeah, it's always kind of a little bit like, well, just be gracious then and just stand there and do your thing. And then Mm -hmm. go go home with some gracefully. Yes, and I I, am, I I certainly empathize with her fibromyalgia, or sympathize, I should say. I do not have fibromyalgia. Um, but it was a funny moment to me when Rue was like, that's a serious condition, because it almost felt like Rue was saying to me, don't worry about it. I don't, <laughs> like, don't worry about it. I think you'll be able to rest your rest up real soon, girl. Because <sighs> I think, like, she could eat, there was an energy off of Ginny. It wasn't like, I'm going to get back in this fight. Ginny was kind of, like, already kind of, you she- know... Irish exiting. Like during the the whole episode, kind of laying the groundwork of like she was she was kind of already like, I don't know what I'm doing here. So I wasn't Yeah. yeah she's she'll go down as history as the only girl to Irish goodbye. Is it an Irish goodbye? I don't know. I don't... Is it French? Um the goodbye <laughs> where you just are like, I'm I have to go to the Taco Bell drive thru. I'm leaving this party. Peace out. <laughs> yeah. No. So I guess let's let's talk. Uh, let's go to the runway. Let's talk these looks. And you know we're really original here, and we're the only podcast doing this. So we chirp and burp the looks on the runway. We give them a chirp if they're lovely, and a burp if they're not so lovely. <laughs> okay. Okay. And you know you can give a light burp, a light chirp. It's whatever floats your boat. Okay. So we'll talk about them. Coming up first, Miss Veronica giving us Pig Medusa, giving us Miss Piggy goes to the jungle. Chirp. It's a chirp for me. It's a chirp. And I agree that this kept her out of the bottom bottom because it's like, this is incredible. Yeah. Great. Yeah. It's it's a great look. It's just wild. The snout. She's defending herself in the untucked room with her (laughs) snout on. (laughs) That was weird where someone was like, you got this girl. And she's like, I know I got this. I know. Yeah, there's a little something there. But yes, I thought the look was a chirp. Yeah, big chirp. Big chirp. Miss Sister Sister giving us mummy with a foxtail. This gave me Lindsay. Remember the scene in Mean Girls where Lindsay Lohan shows up to the party in an overly Halloween costume? Yes. Yeah. This gave this gave me that in a bad way. I did not think this was amazing. Well, I agree with Michelle's critique. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. We've seen it. We've seen it. A little bit of hair. A little bit of um, uh, a little bit of Jade Jolie hair coming out of her puss. I yeah, it was. It's a burp for me. It's not great, but a little burp. It's a burp. It's a burp. Miss Bimini. Uh, she's giving you play devil. And, you know, she's given you, you know, Pamela went to hell. I loved it. That's a big chirp for me. There's a, a band called the Voluptuous Horror of Karen Black, New York City. Really big. Yes. Karen, I'm uh, sorry, Kembra Fowler was the lead singer. And I'm looking at a poster I have on my wall of her, literally in all red with this big black hair. And it yeah. reminded me of that. And I was like, oh, she looks so kind of like punk. That's yeah. Cool. I like Did you agree with what they said about the wig? Like the wig need to be moisted up, but you were yeah, like, for sure. but it's still, it's a, it's a chirp. Totally. Yeah. I think it's a chirp. It's a chirp. The effort, the vision is all together. Okay. Miss Tace giving you vampire bride of Frank and Slay. What'd you think? Uh, I thought it was sexy. Yeah. I thought it was pretty. That was cute. It wasn't the most spooky, ooky, ooky, but it was pretty. It was spooky. It, it was- works. I like it's good. Yeah, chirp. Chirp. Okay, work. Miss Lawrence Chinny. No, I'm sorry. Ginny's next. Ginny comes out next in her very ma- <laughs> honey maha agony look. Her radioactive toxic katan. Uh, what do you think? Well, I hate, I don't want to be mean, but that was a, a burp for me. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't very good. I like the little radioactive appliques and I like the hair. Um, but yeah, it's just not super awesome, but the color's neat. I really didn't like any of it and I'm not being mean. I'm just like, I just, um, being honest, I just didn't care. That wasn't my favorite look. Yeah. Yeah. It's a burp. 
it's, it's a burp, but you know, that's, she's going to keep doing her thing. Yeah. 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 She, she's done. Cause especially when, when Michelle was like, keep elevating it. I could see her being like, this is, this is capacity for me. <laughs> like, yeah. you know? So it's a burp. Um, Lawrence Cheney giving you bloody, I mean, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, come on. That was great. This um, was that's awesome. a burp. I loved it. Um, I did something in the 90s, this kind of anti-war rock show at Squeezebox. And I had like bullet wounds in this white dress that was bleeding red glitter. And when I saw her top with the stones and the glitter, I was like, oh, right that. on. Like dr- taking that whole thing and adding the a drag element to it. And um, that was a definite win. It was great. That Yeah, that like under, that almost like, it's a little like the undergarment is almost executive realnessy, or like, it, and it just all looks so polished together. It's so great, and it's weird. Yeah. Oh. It yeah, it's like comical and drag at the same time. She she really you know hit that one. Do you um, want? It was very Buffalo Bill, and obviously, as they said, do you want to fuck me? All of that. I'd fuck me. All of that. <laughs> Ellie, giving you Green Goblin as, you know, Green Goblin's spinster sister. I didn't love this. This was like, she remember she looked kind of like a, she kind of looked like Cram, Green Krampus a little bit. You don't even recall. She had sort of a prosthetic nose. It was oh, right. furry chaps. Remember. Yeah. That's not there a good but um, yeah, I can't even picture it in my head right now. That's not good. I didn't like it. Like, uh, yeah, it gave me a little Alexis Michelle. Do you watch the show, Tamar? I didn't like it for what? I like the face, but I didn't like the body look. So I'm going to give it a light burp. Yeah. I mean, I guess I didn't hate it, but I, it didn't, didn't make an impression on me either way. Yeah. Work. Mark, I will accept that. We have to come up with a new word for that. So if there's chirp and there's burp, maybe that's just like herp. 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 <laughs> you heard it here. Sherry has the herp. <laughs> <laughs> so Tia, Tia giving you, oh my God. Okay, Sherry, have you seen Captain EO? No. Ah, uh, okay. She looks like Angelica Houston's weird witch from Captain EO. Which is uh, a very shitty, shitty little short they used to show on Disney in the Disneyland World rides. What'd you think of this, though? Remind me which one was hers. So she was sort of like a Pirates of the Caribbean countress with a little bit of snake, a little bit, a bit of a Grecian key. Again, it was like it was okay. It wasn't my favorite, but I didn't hate it. Yeah. It was like for her better than most of her looks. So I'm going to give her a chirp for that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It might be a herp for you. It might be a herp for me. (laughs) (laughs) Ahora. Ahora giving you spider glam ass, bloody scalp. What'd you think? Well, again, I agree with this judge's critique. Like I was like, oh, that's pretty. But, and then she pulled the hat, the thing off and I was like, oh, I mean, if it had not had the white, I guess it was a bandage maybe around. Mm-hmm. If it had been like, you know, skin cap brain with blood, mm. I would have been like, that's my Yeah. Favorite. Or even like maybe more of this bloody ripped in half look. Like if it was like half glamour and like a little more of what is happening up here around her arm or something, I would have been head over heels. But I don't know how that would have happened, but something um but it was really good it, it was definitely it was good. good otherwise a chirp. yeah it's a chirp it's a chirp for sure love love this evolution for her that's pretty much it we have our tops and bottoms <laughs> and we know veronica swings by lawrence wins did you agree with the win yeah it really lawrence or a horror right i kind of thought it would be a horror mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that going too, just to give us more dimension to this whole thing. But Rue said, I like Lawrence too much. I, 
Yeah, I think if it was just on the performance, I would have gone with Ahura. But because of the runway, Lawrence was really good in the performance and in the runway. So maybe that's, you know, what it was. But yeah, yeah. I didn't disagree with that. It. It's just it would have been between the two of them. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm here for Lawrence. I'm excited to see her journey. And uh, she wins. We have our lack of a lip sync. We have our first solo performance. Just just watching one friend do karaoke, just like, yay! I loved that they didn't even, other than you hear that Michelle, the producer, yelling like, what's going on? Yes. But I loved that Rue was just like, literally did not acknowledge it. Yeah. Just like, let it go. They didn't, I was like, oh, they're going to pull the plug. They're going to stop. There's going to be all this drama. They would pull her ass out. No. Nope. Nope. Fine. Nope. 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 Do your number. It was great. Yeah. No, no purling. No looking at her in the face and say, I'm trying to help your ass. How fucking dare you? None of that. Just, okay. Bye. Um, That was, I like that. I thought that was, I mean, it just makes sense. It just makes sense for this whole series. And I, and now we have fucking the fucking coronavirus coming next week. I hear it's going to be a two part episode next week. I don't know what that means, but some sort of a what they what happened at home and how they came back storyline. Oh, not wild. I have no idea. Yeah, because there was like a full on break in production, like stop and I, come back. I remember only because I had heard that I knew Rue and Michelle were in London, and then I heard that they were it was on pause or whatever. So yeah, I did know that. Yeah, fucking wild, fucking wild. What a t- what what a good time! I can't wait to see what happens with the season, Sherry. I'm so glad you came here to give your knowledge, your mirth, your beauty. How can we support you? Remind us. Um, I'm doing a big show next Sunday on Valentine's Day, the 14th, with Jackie B. It's called Love Schlongs, <laughs> and it's all like, and um, people can get tickets at showponies live it's all the link just come follow me on instagram and the link is in the bio work fuck yeah do that support miss sherry vine everything you do is hilarious and you also look fucking hot in drag which is like fuck you like um when you when we're doing the gay vns you were wearing this slit dress that came all the way up to your coochie and i was just like you have fucking gams dot gov.org oh honey you're sweet thank you how very dare you do you still keep it tight and right do you still work out and keep it together yes i know that makes sense not easy at this age (laughs) you look great please yeah about like 90 minutes a day yeah oh god um well it's worth it you look incredible support us uh give me money at mono agapian on venmo and paypal Give us a five-star review on the Apple Podcasts. Go follow us on Drag Her Podcast, like where you're watching us right now. <laughs> and um, this episode will be on the pod feed a week late. Um, so see you then. Um, love you, Sherry. Thank you. Mono, thank you, baby. Bye, beautiful. Take care, honey. You too. Stella to throw some shade. Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her. That was a headgum podcast.